I tried living apart from God. At times I was feeling so far from God. My faith in his people that left me scarred. The hatred and hurt was so bizarre. I thought that they would always ride for me. I cried, but nobody replied to me. I questioned the truth inside of me. And right about then is when the devil had lied to me. Like, hold up. God got you. He don't ever show up. All his people acting like they know you. Tell you that you do it for the money, fame, power, trying to blow up. Why you playing games? Trying to grow up. You been reading Bibles and leading studies and helping your little buddies. But tell me what it's really doing for you. They gon' still tell you. You're faking, phony, consuming your every motive. So what's the point in trying to keep it loyal? Said you have fake faith. You're starting to race fake. Can't even take dates. You're hoping to save faith. Trying to go mainstream in order to reach folk. Ain't nobody rocking with you, especially these folk. I lost it. Why I'm drinking liquor in my closet? I used to pray in here, but now I'm saucy. I'm losing money, I'm a lost profit. I'm making bad decisions every time I get exhausted. Lord, I don't even really know the real me now. Demons got me tripping, trying to kill me now. Sitting, trying to figure who can help me get delivered. Send an angel in an Uber, come and heal me now. Evil, you ain't got no control of me. I'm never too far from the blood that flowed for me. Welcome I lost a lot, but got too much to get. I'm probably right? never be the same, and I ain't worried because I ain't Yeah, I'm doing all right. How are you? All's well, all's well. Hey, look like it's just me and you today, so that might be a blessing. It <laughs> might be a blessing to be able to get all your questions answered. Yeah. I'm pretty sure people will come in a little bit later. Um, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, what's on your heart today? Um, I don't know. I was kind of trying to see what everybody else was um, thinking about. Maybe they had some of the same thoughts. I don't gotcha. know. Well, I feel oh, like my mind is always going. So I'm always thinking about something, stuff I need to be doing. Uh, I'm trying to get rid of the shooting, the stuff I should be doing. But, you know, my mind is always going. Yeah. So we can talk a little about that. Hey, Bree, how you doing? Doing good. How are you? All's well. All's well. And so, uh, Katori, will you want to? Oh, everyone's coming in now. Here we go. <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> we can we can start with that for sure. Yeah, don't if you if you want to talk about how whatever you want to uh, uh, you know start off with since she was the first one. What's up, Sandra? What's up, family? Cool. Good to see you, man. So who has the first one? Do you want to go ahead and uh, help me? You want me to help you process that, Couture? Sure. <laughs> so kind of, uh, kind of asking a question so I can get my brain rolling. Well, I guess um, more so because I guess my struggle right now is trying to balance or try to, um, I don't know, balance work, working, doing what I'm purposed to do and doing my current job. Gotcha. And it's hard now to stay motivated in my current job. And I'm thankful for the Lord for it. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I know where the Lord is taking me and where I want to be. But I do have to dedicate time and energy to the job I'm getting paid for. Gotcha. Yeah. All creatives to some degree, entrepreneurs are hard struggle with that for sure. I know I did. But then one thing that really hit me was the reason for every season, the reason for that job. And the good thing about the job is it is providing a revenue stream that a piece of that percentage of what you make every other week um, can be used to fund your purpose. And I think sometimes um, it, a simple perspective change could really have us see um, the reason for the current place that we're currently in. A lot of the jobs, actually all the jobs I had played a major role from the coworkers there, from the bosses that I had from the from the struggles from the personal uh, holes in my life that that job actually helped patch up for me to be more disciplined and so sometimes when you do have those rough moments i know for me what i did was okay holy spirit show me the purpose for this place show me the purpose for this job because the enemy would love for us to become frustrated at a place that god has placed us in right 
He wants us to be frustrated because he knows there's purpose to that. We have to understand that the natural world is a reflection of the spiritual world. Like you heard about Daniel's story about how the angel um, uh, was coming to Daniel, but the prince of Persia, the principality of Persia was fighting against that angel for uh, getting that message to Daniel. And when the angel got to Daniel, the angel told Daniel, God heard you on day one, but there was a, a warfare in between. And so usually the enemy knows when God is, has, uh, is, is um, sending angelic support or, uh, or things to turn around for your good. And oftentimes the enemy knows the best way to sabotage not only your purpose, but to sabotage your development is to have you view a particular place emotionally versus spiritually, right? And so here's some practical ways that you cannot be um, um, affected by your current place. Number one, understanding that if God placed you there, there's a purpose there. Right. So number one, we know that, okay, if God placed me here, there's a purpose here. Now it shifts you into seeing or being open to see the purpose of that place so that, yeah, there are going to be some frustrating moments of your current workplace, but you will be able to look at it from a different lens. You'll be able to say, you know what? How could I use this conflict? How could I use this um, situation? How could I use this frustrating, challenging season? to develop my character so I can be the right character for the story in the future, right? And so that's what helped me was, okay, let me shift my perspective and see how well do I handle difficulty because your purpose is gonna have difficulty. So the th difference between your job and the purpose you want is there's some buffers, there's some safety nets, right? You have uh, HR to some jobs, you have a boss, you have certain systems in place, you got, uh, uh, Met, not Medicare, but you have healthcare and all these different things. But when you actually in your purpose, you're you're literally starting from scratch. And the cool thing about these jobs, God gives us the opportunity um, to see uh, what it would be like to have our own. Now, let me get a little bit more specific. And when it comes to balance, um, what I will tell you is this: Look at your 24 hours and ask yourself, how well do I maximize my time? Um, there's eight hours in a day that we work and typically we sleep between six and eight hours, right? So that leaves us with, uh, so we have eight plus, how many hours do you think you get a night? Um, I must say, to be honest, about six or seven. Okay, so if we do eight hours of the job plus six hours of sleep, right? Or let's say, yes, yeah, six or seven, let's start with seven. So eight plus seven is what, uh, 15, I believe? 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 15, 14, 15. Okay, so 15 hours, right? So, <laughs> Can't count. <laughs> no, listen, let's trust me. I, 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 math wasn't my strong point. So eight, let me get a calculator. Plus, what's going on, Whitney? How you doing? Welcome, welcome. Eight plus six hours, right? Or, okay. So we say we'll call seven. Seven, okay. Eight plus seven equals 15 hours, right? Let's do 24 minus 15. So 24 minus 15 equals nine hours. So there's nine hours left. Let's take three hours off for driving to work, lunch, and et cetera, right? So we minus what, three hours? So there's six hours left. Now it depends on family and stuff, but there's six hours left in your day. I tell people that these six hours, four to six extra hours are hours for future, right? Most people, they waste that time versus maximizing that time or they waste that time versus working that time. So the balance there comes, okay, 
uh, how many, how much, hour, uh, how many hours of sleep do I need? Do I have my multivitamins? Do I have my supplements? Do I have what I need to keep me energized to be productive in these extra hours so that I can then have that two to three hour buffer room a day to dedicate to reading, researching, and readying myself for my purpose while utilizing the funds, extra funds from my job to invest into that. Also, you got to look at your statements, bank statements, say, okay, where am I wasting money? Or where could I, uh, um, I see a lot of memes online. I follow a lot of entrepreneurial and business pages. And it was like, you know, save money and live like you broke. Because you're knowing that you're trying to uh, go get to a place of success. So you'll say, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't eat out these many times a week. Or maybe I should meal prep to save money on this in these areas so that I can then utilize those extra funds for the fun that I want to have in fulfilling my purpose. And so those are some of the things we think about in process because it's not about the weight in our life. It's about how we carry the weight in our life. You always heard bend with your knees, not with your back or lift with your knees, not with your back because you're going to need your back when you get older. So it's not about how much weight is in your life. Well, first of all, we got to make sure God put that weight in your life, but it's also about how you lift that weight. Anything else specifically, because I, I know I kind of rambled, but I want to get specific to your concern uh, when it comes to this work-life balance. No, that that was actually good. It kind of um, kind of helped me. I'm, I think I'm good with the financial part. It's more of gotcha. the time management. I need time, the key in. Yeah, time management is essential because time management is life management. And for most of my videos, I've been saying you spell time, L-I-F-E. You see what I'm saying? And, and how you manage your time is how you manage your life. So utilize the time that you have now to invest in the time of or the quality of life you would like to have. That's how I look at it. I rather utilize my youth while I have it so I can stay young forever. How we use our youth will determine how young we feel forever. So while I'm still 35 and I still got a lot of youth in me, because I measure my youth based upon how many games I play in basketball. So but since, I, since I'm actually playing some full court, three or four games, I still got some youth in me. So let me maximize my time, which is my life, for the life I want to live. And then that's when you will begin to find that energy, that excitement, because you know I'm utilizing my youth to live young in my purpose down the road. Time management is essential. And, and that's why people will say, man, how, how are you able to write two books in one year? Or how are you able to do so much? It's because I've unplugged myself from unnecessary things. Like I cannot watch a full NBA game. Why would I watch somebody else make millions and I haven't made my first one yet? You see what I'm saying? Why am I going to invest my time scrolling on social media pages on other people's apps when I could be creating my own app? You know, so it's, it's understanding that I celebrate the success of other people, but I'm not going to indulge in the success of other people. And I'm going to use my time for my own particular success for God's ultimate glory, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Well, what else you got on your heart? Anything along those lines or anything else? That you're, that you're like, hey, man, I, I, I want to see what Coach has to say about this. Um, I don't want to hold you because I know it's other people on the call as well. Um, I know that God has placed the book on my heart, and you have written several books. Yes. Uh -huh. um, how did you come up with a writing schedule? I think gotcha. um, my time is going to be best for me in the morning, and it'll probably help keep me motivated after I have my quiet time. 
yeah. right after I go out of my quiet time, I think will be the best time for me to write. Um, do you think that's a good idea? Um, what did you use as your strategy to write your books? Gotcha. Good question. Like um, everyone's different. Um, writing times are different for every person because uh, their uh, lives are different. Our lives are different. Um, for me, um, since I have my rhythm up, um, um, writing has been uh, very systematic for me. But the advice that I can give is uh, in order to be successful in writing, you have to have the right place and you also have to have the right time and you have to have the right uh, supplements, if that makes sense. And what I mean by supplements, like I love utilizing my, you know, my B12s, my, my brain uh, supplements, my multivitamins. Like I utilize stuff that really gets me into a focus state, music, a quiet place or whatever that really just, whatever your system, whatever calms you, whatever focuses you. And, and that, that puts you in a place of writing. Now, the thing about writing with the spirit is different than people writing um, through, through whatever source, right? The Holy Spirit has a way um, of downloading things at particular times. That's why I say your availability will, will affect your, or your writing. Because when you're writing the book that the Holy Spirit wants to author through you, then you will walk with him through the process because there will come moments where you're frustrated. Um, sometimes when you call what, you, what people call writer's block is usually just the Holy Spirit blocking you um, um, because he wants for you to um, live a little bit, maybe a couple of weeks to experience something that will contribute to the book, right? So first off, number one, knowing that you're just uh, the, the vessel the Holy Spirit wants to use to write the book. So that would then lead you to deeper fellowship with him, right? Because you're about to produce something for him. It don't, it don't have to be a Christian, what I mean by Christian, but it don't have to be like a, a theological book. It could just be whatever it is because it is the spirit of God that enables us to make our gifts so transcendent and so effective that, that is impactful over time. I'm pretty sure the apostles probably didn't think that their writings was gonna outlive them this long. I'm pretty sure when they was writing these letters, they was compelled by the spirit to do so, but they didn't know they was writing the Bible. And so what I'm saying yeah. is when we're allowing the Holy Spirit to be the author, then we'll flow better. Secondly, um, uh, develop, are you, are you concerned any about the structure of writing a book or just the proper vibe to write the book? Um, I've been watching a couple of videos and I've gotten notes here and there and i took a course about structure okay i'm not perfect. worried about um that so so to speak it's just um i guess going back uh, it leads back to the time management finding the time um to do it because i feel like more and more god is um, convicting me compelling me to to write it um so it's just finding the vibe and making the time to do it yeah. And, and that's, and that's beneficial is just saying, okay. So you said mornings are better, right? I think the morning, um, will be better. Um, then I won't feel rushed. Then I won't feel like I'm running out of time. I feel like sometimes, uh, a lot of times my mind is quieter in the morning, especially after my quiet time. Gotcha. What time do you have to be at work? Well, right now for the most part, uh, which is a huge blessing is I'm working from home most Good. of the okay, time. Gotcha. I have to go in once a week now just because of the the number of cases going down. So I know that um, four days a week, I will probably be working from home unless I need to go in. 
more than once a week. So, well, that's good. I mean, maybe God is opening this opportunity for you to start writing because of the conditions, right? And our brother put yes. something very powerful. He says, one strategy I find that helps some people when it comes to time management is voice recording your book and outsourcing it on a platform like Fiverr. Have someone transcribe the book for real cheap and you get it edited before publishing. That's what I did for a couple of books. Uh, but like for me, man, like it just depends on what your style. This may be beneficial for you. I know it helped me for a couple of my books, but it was almost like my brain is so wired that um, when I get the book back from the transcribe, it's like, man, I repeat, I'm so redundant. So if you're a better concise, concise speaker, that would definitely be beneficial. But for me, I'm like, I'm a preacher. So it's like, I'm going down rabbit holes. My book is not concise. <laughs> It's, it's all over the place. It's 15 books in one recording <laughs> or 15 <laughs> book ideas in one recording. And so that's what's beautiful about options is, is that the way I write may not be the right way for you to write. You see what I'm saying? But this strategy yes. is beneficial, especially for those, because if you just got a recorder and you just got your bullet points and you just talk it out, it, it definitely saves you a lot of time. And Fiverr is where I get my books edited. Fiverr is where I get a lot of resources. So definitely copy that link and just look up different like book covers, um, um, uh, book editors, look at their reviews and see how well their work, how good their work is. And there, I think it's like for 50 minutes. Some people, I think the lady who charged me, they charge you by, by minutes. So um, just look at your budget. If that's a better vibe for you, then I think that's good. But if you feel like you are, I have to sit in front of a computer, you old school with it, then those mornings might be a whole lot better for you. But it all boils down to time. Man. Now, the way you manage your time is drafting a, a, a strong why. Like, why must this book get done? Because it gets you through the tough points. Or like for me, what motivates me is, was definitely my first book, was because you can't make money or you cannot make impact with something unfinished, something that's not finished. What motivates me is to finish. Yeah. And, and if you have that strong pull and you're like, hey, I'm actually creating a, a revenue stream. I'm creating an opportunity for generational wealth. I'm creating a, 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 a something for God's glory. I'm, I'm going to be able to get this message out. You got to have that strong why. Maybe put some sticky notes on the mirror or maybe uh, have something on your phone. When the alarm goes off for you to, um, to write your book, you have a quote there. You know, you, you can retype what, instead of alarm, you can put something that kind of gets you to rethink on your why so that you can finish. But I'm telling you, write for God's glory. Don't think about book sales. Don't think about how much you're going to sell in the first week. Don't, don't, don't allow yourself in the writing process to idolize the final product because when that book come out you don't want to have such such false expectations that it crushes you for the next book if you just write by the spirit for the spirit then you'll be all right but time management is essential and having that strong why will help you get through the by and by <laughs> and because i'm telling you writing is frustrating writing can be difficult but it, the but when you love the process more than the prize, you'll be all right. Okay, thank you. You're so welcome. You sure that's it? You good? Um, yes, I don't want to monopolize the time. <laughs> okay, well then, it, well, if we if we if we get through it and you got some more, we we'll get to it for sure. Okay. All right. Who's next? And welcome y'all to my Zoom call. I really appreciate that y'all trust me like this and 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 um are here on this Patreon. I really appreciate you all.
But who's next? Who's, who's got the next question or the next just thought that they want to put out there and we can discuss as a, as a group, as a family? You don't all have to be questions. It could just be what you've been reading in the word lately, what you've been uh, vibing about spiritually or just entrepreneurially, struggles, successes, whatever. We could talk about anything. It don't have, always have to always be- Hey, Whitney, what's going on? Good. Thank you for doing... Is this going to be a, um, an every week meeting at 2? Yep, I'm gonna go ahead and do two o'clock every because that that's the safest time. Because yeah, if I do afternoons, yeah, so every day, not every day, Lord, every Saturday at two o'clock. Okay, my question um, is: Do you plan to? Do, I have all your books <laughs> uh-huh. except for like the kids' one. I'm yeah, um, deleting yeah. if I want to get um, those for my sisters. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was wondering, are you gonna do a book soon on marriage itself? Thank you so much for listening to this clip from our For Doers Only podcast. If you want to enjoy the rest of this podcast, head over to Patreon now. I would love to have you a part of my Patreon community. I'm sure there's a tier for you. So if you feel like you want to continue to take your gift to the next level and start that project, head over there now, sign up, and enjoy the rest of this podcast and other exclusive content that's live right now on my Patreon. See you over there. Peace.